It's time for another retro throwback sidetrack bonus episode of The Hive Jive. (coughs) Don't eat peanut butter cups before trying to record. (laughs) This episode, titled Moron Mites, Robbing, and Hats, originally aired on November 12th of 2020. Enjoy! Hey, all you Hive Jive junkies out there, it's that time again. Join our hosts, John Swan and Ken Milam, for another bonus edition of The Hive Jive. Perfect. All right. Well, let's get this dog and pony show on the road. Well, I got something to talk about. All right. Go for it. Me and Max, we went and messing around, and he says, Dad, I started shaking bees out. He said, dad, we only shake the bees off of the brood comb to check for mites. John says we want to check the younger bees. Really? He never told me that, but okay. (laughs) It's uh, it's not the younger bees. It's the, it's the comb worker that had, no, no, no. It's the comb that has the open larva because that's where the mites are going to be waiting to go into right before they get capped. So you're going to mm-hmm. find the highest concentration of mites on open larva in the comb. So you don't want to grab okay. a comb of honey and you don't want to grab a comb of capped brood. You want to grab a comb yeah. of open brood. Okay. I'll tell him here and I'll, yeah. I'll text him here in a minute. But that That's the logic behind it. It's not that you want younger bees. It's that you want the nurse bees that are taking care of open larva because that's where you're going right. to find your highest concentration of mites. Okay. Well, why don't we talk about that on... Are we doing the uh, uh, the bonus episode right now? <laughs> well, yeah, we're ta- we're doing the bonus okay. episode right now. Um, ah! we- <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, there will be a, and I know I've said this before, but it is actually like in the works. There's going to be a deeper dive episode for any of our Patreon members that are signed up for the Wicked Little Bee level. Um, that is specifically about Varroa mites from beginning to end, basically. And then there is also, for anybody signed up at the B Academy level, going to be a training and education video coming out on checking for mites, like doing an actual mite check and also um, doing a final winter check before wrapping a hive up or locking it down for winter. So those things are imminently on the way hopefully i can get them finished up this weekend at the latest and get those posted um and other big news just to start off you know because why not um hats will be available in the store caps hats caps whatever you want to call them i call them a hat um but yeah ball cap distressed dad hat whatever you want to call it um there will be i believe three versions and those should be in the Hive Jive store right now, actually, anybody listening to this. So Patreon members get a uh, head start, and you can get out there and get yours ordered. Everybody else will find out about it on Monday. <laughs> get your caps. Get your caps now. Get your caps. Hive Jive. Hive Jive caps. What color? Yeah. That? We'll have to uh, actually cut a segment for that this weekend so we oh, can okay. put an ad on okay. the beginning of the, the Monday episode. Let everybody okay. know. Um, you'll have okay. to find out because I don't know either. It depends oh, okay. on what is available. Um, and I know that it, it changes periodically. So I'll have to go in there and see what's actually going to be available, but three different styles, um, probably just 
you know, one or two colors per style is probably going to be all there is to it just to kind of try to keep it a little bit simple. But uh, yeah, so there's that to look forward to possibly a good gift for somebody that you know that likes beekeeping and uh, likes hats so that their veil doesn't pop into their face and oh, you get stung in the nose or the chin. There is, yeah. <laughs> I just wear a head, a sweatband's all I ever wear because I don't know with, with me, my big head in a, in a bee suit and the, uh, mine usually winds up in my face because, uh, the, the bill gets in my way and then I get stung anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, but, uh, okay. So we're going to get your caps here to get your caps, get your check out and get your caps. Okay. And I'll quit doing ad. Uh, yeah, we'll do a real ad, uh, when we're in the, uh, rehearsal studio this weekend. Okay. Sound like a winner. So we're doing a, we're going to come in and do a face to face one. Yeah. Oh, okay. That'll work. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, I, John's boss. I just get told what to do and I show up where I'm doing it. Be here. Then now go. <laughs> okay. 10 30, 10 30, 10, 10, not 10 30, just 10. 10. Okay. I think they open okay. at 10. Anyhow, uh, 10 o'clock. That's, that's, that's irrelevant. <laughs> so, no, no. Um, but, I have uh, to, uh, I'll have to check in on that. So I went and did some last minute checks and, uh, everybody is looking good. Uh, Mm -hmm. I did check the hotel hive and they Mm -hmm. have per 300 bees. They had 15 mites, which is above the threshold of the 2% threshold. So Mm -hmm. they will need to be treated before they are officially locked down for winter. Um, so Mm -hmm. I'll need to, to get that done here pretty quick. And then we have everybody else at the apiary that got the uh, bad scores on their checks. They all got treated with formic acid. Uh, It's been over seven days. I think uh, this last Sunday was the seven day mark. So, which is fine. I mean, it's not going to hurt the pad to stay in there because the treatment on the pad is literally the first three to four days is when it off gases all the, Mm -hmm. the fumes from the formic acid. After that, it just kind of turns mm-hmm. into a hard pad. And if you leave yep. it in there long enough, the bees will eventually get tired of it and chew it up and remove it. Um, but I go in there and, and take them back out and they can actually be composted or, you know, thrown away. They're, they're completely non-hazardous once all the formic acid fumes have come out of it. So I will go and remove those probably this weekend because um, I need to get back I'm out like there. My I use... Yeah, no, we're not going That's there. What um, so <laughs> when I, got I, uh, poisons, okay. I, uh, I, I was going to do it today, but I ran out of daylight cause I was trying to get some of these videos done and I was shooting some of the additional footage and stuff that I needed. So, um, I'll go out to the farm and, and take care of that over the weekend. But for us, it, it doesn't seem like it because here in central Texas, it is, it was freaking 80 some odd degrees today yeah, and it's degrees, almost but... the middle of November. Yeah. So and the bees are just oh yeah they're they're out looking for food out there. They, wow, I mean they're not so much after pollen now, but if you have a jug, it's got a little sugar water on it, where you put you know put the two to one in in to a, one of the colonies and one of the hives. Oh, oh man, they're sitting there trying to suck the lid dry. Yes, <laughs> they. So we mentioned it on the last bonus episode. 
And we have not had a chance to talk about it on the main segment, but we will do it this weekend when we record that episode. Um, robbing is a huge issue right mm-hmm. now. And I've got some videos that I'm going to post on uh, Instagram and Facebook that will indicate that, that will kind of coincide with uh, Monday's episode as well. So yeah, robbing is a huge thing right now. Having your hive open for too long can incite robbing. Spilling anything sweet anywhere near mm-hmm. any hives can incite robbing. Um, bees will show up in mass almost instantaneously as soon as the smell hits the air. And so it, you have to be very, very careful this time of year when you're doing your mite checks. And if you're feeding bees and all that stuff, don't, don't spill any on the ground. Don't spill any on the outside of the hive. Make sure that it is all contained and you pour very slow. Don't pour so fast that it, it glugs and slugs and splashes everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, chugs. and mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I think that was the word I was looking for, not slugs, chugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, also, let's see. Queens are going to be stopping production, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's going to be based on many different factors. It's going to be based on your temperature in your area, any available food stores in your area and available space to lay inside the colony. Because as winter approaches, they will backfill all the open cells that sometimes can restrict the queen and she can't lay because of that. Um, Also, she will stop laying because the days are getting shorter and she'll stop laying because the temperatures are getting cooler. So any one of those or a combination of those can cause your queen to stop laying. So if you go and you do an inspection right now and you all of a sudden you've, you've seen eggs and larvae and brood all year long and suddenly you don't, it does not mean you lost your queen. This is the normal ebb and flow of what the hives do coming into winter. So that's another little thing that should be mentioned. And again, we'll talk about that more in depth on the uh, main segment on Monday. So. Anywho, um, what did uh, Max end up deciding to do? What did you guys decide to do with that new queen you got? Did she come in yet? We put her in uh, in that one hive at that colony. We opened it up, and he says, Dad, look here. Here's, here's they were just scattered. Uh, worker bees were just scattered, and then you'd find half, you know, the shotgun pattern of drones and worker bee. And, and with the worker bees, and then you'd find one of mostly drones, and then worker bees scattered in that. So, uh, sales. And so, uh, we got, we took the queen out and put a new, uh, Italian in there from OHB. And this was one of your packages originally this year, right? Yeah, it was a package. Yes, it was a corneolan, and it was original package. And that, package had never taken off and i never really looked at my fault i never looked at it because uh <laughs> yeah i was gonna say yeah. you could stop that statement right there i never really looked period <laughs> yeah i never really looked so uh, yeah so uh now i'm wondering how many actually were that away because i lost uh three of those out of six well, I'm that, okay, what that's the, the downside. That's the downside not to not up checking your bees. That's right, yeah. because they could have starved. They could have had a queen that wasn't properly mated. They could have had a disease. They could have been overrun with mites. Anything could have been possible that caused the hives to die. Without doing your regular checks, that. you don't know. So that is the downside there. Uh, on mite check. I know we're, uh, we're doing show. I already started doing sugar, sugar shakes. And then, uh, 
then me and you've talked about alcohol shakes and sugar shakes. The bees will live, but now I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I've built these hives. All these colonies are big now. It ain't going to bother me to lose a half a cup of bees and an alcohol shake. Alcohol shakes seem to be more of an exact number of mites than a sugar shake, even though my sugar shake is showing I got plenty of mites. So, right. Well, if your sugar shake shows you've got plenty, then you don't need to turn around and also do an alcohol shake. If you're exactly. above that two percent threshold, it doesn't oh, matter yeah, how many more are there. Um, yeah. yeah, you're you're good. Now, the most terrifying thing that I have seen as of late, which really shocked me, was a consultation client of mine. We went out and we we tested, she has three Langstroth colonies. We tested all three of them in May and mm-hmm. ended up having one colony that I think at the time we might have treated all three of them or we might have just treated the one. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't remember now because this year has been a blur. Um, but then mm-hmm. when we went back and retested after the treatment, one of the colonies still had a huge mite load. So we test, we treated it a second time and we were using at that time Apivar because it was too hot. Sorry, Apigard, not Apivar, Apigard, mm-hmm. the thymol, um, because it was mm-hmm. too hot to use the formic acid. So then we come back in the fall and we test the colonies and the colony that had all the problems in May now does not have a problem. It only had two mites, period, which is below 1%. So we were good. Mm-hmm. And then we went mm-hmm. and we tested the other colony and it was good. But the one in the middle was opening and consuming all of their honey. They had no liquid food stores in there and they had a decent population, but their mite count, take a guess how many actual mites we found in the alcohol wash of 300 bees. 11. At a zero. A <laughs> hundred and ten? I stopped counting at a hundred and there was plenty more still in the container to count. Yeah. It was Damn. absolutely terrifying. Um, and well, yeah. both of the colonies on either side of it only had one or two mites and that was it. They They didn't have any issues whatsoever. And then the one in the middle... Over a hundred mites per 300 bees. There was no brood, which means all mm. the mites were on the bees. So that's, that's kind of a, a yep. thing right there. At least if you treat, you know, you're going to get all those mites that are mm-hmm. on the back of the bees. Um, but that colony left to its own devices, it was absolutely going to die. Now, hopefully the treatment was able to save that. And that colony will be up for being requeened in the spring. But if mm-hmm. it did die, that, you know, thousands and thousands of mites that are in this colony were then going to spread to the other two colonies because they would have came over and tried to rob it out. Mm-hmm. And some of the foragers would have drifted. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden her two colonies that were good would have wound up with this hellacious mite load and they possibly could have crashed over winter. Yep. So it is a, it's a real trick for sure. Mm-hmm. It's not the fun part of Halloween, the tricks and the treats. It's the tricks, not the treats. Yep. I know um, if I ask this, you're not going to like it, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> Apigard, Apivar. Uh, Apivar, the stuff the, that you have. Hmm, Apivar, yeah. Uh, but I'm not, I don't have honey sale. I don't have honey mediums on them. I'm just doing brood boxes. 
Mm-hmm. And so everything, and I'm not going to pull honey out of the brood boxes. So I'm thinking it's going to be all right. What do you think? I know you don't like it, but. Poison. I mean, I, I wouldn't use it because it is a synthetic chemical poison, but mm-hmm. you bought them uh, mm-hmm. initially on accident because you mm-hmm. were looking for Apigard and got confused with the Apigard and Var. Um, right. But based on the way that they are supposed to be used, as long as you're not in a honey flow and you do not have honey supers on the hives, which all of the mm-hmm. hives that you want to treat are single deep brood boxes, then yes, mm-hmm. you could use them, but you absolutely need to follow the instructions and you need to get it done sooner yeah. than later. This isn't something we oh, need yeah. to talk about three weeks from now. Like you need to do it Why tomorrow not? or the next day. Yeah. Uh, we'll do it uh, probably tomorrow. But anyway, uh, also, I need to get two strips from you of the acetic acid to put in the top bars. <laughs> I have no acetic acid. I think you're talking about oxalic acid, and I do not use oxalic acid. Sounds like acid. a winner. Okay, yeah. I need to get two of those to uh, Saturday to put in the top bar. Oh, I don't have any. Well, you didn't put them all out, huh? Yeah, I, I treated all my hives. I'm I'm done. I used the whole freaking bucket. No, okay, okay. I can, uh, I uh, well, actually, your buddies, I'll, I'll your, buddy, your buddy, you have buddies at Callahan's, see if they have any. I might, I'll check and see. Once in a blue moon, they carry it. So I would yeah, call them before it. you go out there, but uh, yeah, like call Mike and ask him and see if they've got any there. Yeah, I'll talk to Mike in the morning. I'm talking, but yeah, it's, I'm talking to him. They're doing the show. It, what you're going to be looking show. for is either Formic Pro, make a note of that, mm-hmm. Formic Pro, yeah. Oh, yeah. or Might Away oh. Quick Strips. That's yep. the two things you're looking for. No, I just may have some of those. I just thought of that in my in my big box. I may have some of those. I think I do. Okay, no, I'll, I'll find something. Well, I don't want to put the the apple bar in there because. Well, what are you putting? Are you talking about for your top bars? Yeah. Yeah, don't use that in your top bars. No, I don't think so either. Because your comb is your honey super. I know, I know. But we broke a lot of it off because we had wax problems, wax moth problems, remember? Because we had some of them got too small. And that's why I'm thinking they got, I hadn't checked those. Me and Max both are sitting there. How do we shake the, the, we don't, we got to do it when it's cold so the comb don't break and shake them off. And then, so... We'll figure it all out. Well, if it's too cold, <laughs> the comb can break because it becomes very fragile. If it's too hot, too the comb will right. come off because it's too soft. So yep. a day like today would have been okay. I figure about 70 degrees. So that's yeah, the time. 80, 80 would have been fine too. Yeah. That's what we're shooting for. So we're going to do it tomorrow. I, uh, he's he's going to do a bunch of them. And then when I get back, probably we'll do some more. And then Friday, because I got to do the shows tomorrow. And then... Uh, Oh, you're going to be on the show with me. Nobody will. Oh, yeah, I guess they will. I was like, nobody's going to know that by the time this comes out. But yeah, that is true. Um, Because this this comes out on Thursday, and your show would be Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. The Great Outdoors and the Sunday Sportsman on iHeartMedia. So if y'all want to hear John on the radio show, y'all tune in. (laughs) It'll be... AM 1300, The Zone, on your free iHeart app. And then also that'll be the, the Sunday Sportsman. 
and it'll be on AM 1200 WAI at five something in the morning on your free iHeart app, or you can catch it on podcast on the great outdoors. So there you go. go. There's your free plug. (laughs) That's what I did. (laughs) I got my, my, uh, my honey certificate too. Oh, you did? You brought it home? Yeah, it's in the truck. Yeah. It's in the truck. Everything in your truck. When it gets in the truck, it stays in the truck for a while until I unload it. Uh huh. Back seat. Unload it. (laughs) Leave it out there in the sun and the heat. It'll get uh, discolored. Oh, I know. Well, it's not. It's behind the seat. It would be in the sun. It might. And ain't going to be a whole lot of heat this time of year, but I'll get it out before summer. (laughs) Jesus. Well, Texas heat, who the hell knows? This Texas with this winter. It's going to be, I don't know. I have a, I have an update for you on the award winning honey thing, but I will save it for Monday's episode since how we've talked about it on here, but we didn't talk about it on the main segment. Yeah. I'll save it. I'll tell you on the main segment. Okay. So. Well, you told me on the Patreon. Yeah. I told you part of it, but I said, I've got an update for you. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, see, when John sent my award winning in, honey, and it's his, he, he won awards on it. <laughs> it wasn't your honey. <laughs> oh, okay. However, um, one of our listeners did have a suggestion. They think that we should do a hive jive honey show. No, I think honey, too, too. Or honey, not, not a honey tasting like we've done, but an actual honey show. And the premise would be we can let listeners send in samples of their honey that Mm -hmm. would then be um, paired up against yours Mm -hmm. to see how it all played out. And we could actually have a honey judge come in and, and do like an official blind judging of it. Um, But so the downside to this would be, I mean, we could, we could do a black jar if, if you, so black jar is just by taste is all black jar is, is just by yeah, taste. Well, that's what we're going to um, do. We can do that. Or we could do, you know, if we did a true honey show, um, it would be, you know, they go through and they look at the clarity and they, they test the moisture content than they do. So we could do like kind of a hybrid of the two. Um, yeah, but anywho, they did also have a caveat at the end of it or, or made a very good point at the end of it. And, and it was a very terrifying point. And that was that if you did accidentally win, <laughs> we would never hear the end of it. Uh, pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that is something that we could, uh, we could think about doing at a future time down the road, you know, go through and, and do that. It might be kind of fun to uh, just get everybody's participation in there. Anybody who wanted to send it and we can give you a, the uh, the PO box where all the stuff can be shipped to, and then the post office can have a heart attack, and they're like, "What are you getting all these boxes?" Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the, so there's and the that. judge will not like buckwheat honey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know about that one. Um, <laughs> but hey, with listeners all over the place, there's no telling what they would submit in to see uh, to see if they got it. I think it'd be um, fun. Yeah. So let's see. Anything else? You got any other little last minute thingies you want to bring up? I'm going to be making fruitcakes here pretty quick. So we got to be thinking about that. If we're going to give 
a one pound fruitcake away and we will probably. So you'll need to be telling, we'll be needing to tell all about that, how to, how you, you will have to be figuring out how we're going to pick out a winner. How's that? Okay. I'm not worried about that for a while. I, I think we got a few weeks were. before, uh, <laughs> before we get to worry yeah. about that. Well, I, I'm making them. I, I age mine for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, this year, uh, they will, they will have some award winning meat in them. No, they won't. <laughs> oh my. You know how long it takes to make mead? Months. Uh, well, I go to the liquor store and buy a bottle. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is cheating. Meat, so that it. is that is cheating. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I got award-winning mead. It ain't mine, but it said it was award-winning when I bought it. That's right. It'll <laughs> make you drunk. So you know, if you get drunk enough, you might even have up chuck a little bit. Okay. That, nope. We're done. <laughs> if you get enough of it, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the uh, the same individual that was mentioning doing uh, that we should do a honey show also sent in a list of their favorite quotes from the show, which was really kind of interesting <laughs> to go back and like read our own words back at us. <laughs> yeah. Um. But one of them, one of them is me saying, got any final words to wrap up? And then you going off on any number of any tangents instead of saying goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just depends on how cold it is. If you got to wrap pipes up, you know, you don't want pipes freeze. Is that what you were talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, nope, nope, nope. Not at all. Um, all oh. right. Well, so on that note, on the note of wrapping up and, uh, and you not having anything else to say, uh, um, we're it's dry around here and we ain't going to have many flowers. It's winter. You're not supposed to have flowers, dude. <laughs> yeah, Once your pig weeds gone, you're done. It's going to be wet this spring. I hope it's wet this spring. So we get flowers. I'll shut up now. And we'll wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a late night of recording here today due to, uh, timing and technical issues. So, I still got to get this edited and get out there for tomorrow morning for everybody. So uh, we're going to call her good for now. I absolutely have no idea how long the episode is because I know there was about 25 minutes of just trying to get it to work. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. So, anywho, all right. Well, I will uh, chat with you, sir, uh, here in a couple. Actually, Saturday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> we're doing a Saturday or we're doing a Sunday? I don't know yet, but I'll talk to you tomorrow on your, when you're recording your show. Um, oh yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. So I'll AM talk to you then. The zone with the great outdoors RWAI 1200 AM on iHeartRadio, or just catch it on the podcast for the great outdoors on iHeart. There you go. That's right. But they don't air till Saturday and Sunday. So if you're listening to this yeah. today on Thursday, then you got a couple of days to wait before you hear that. But oh, yeah. anywho, and you'll be able to get them on a on podcast till Monday anyway. Oh, really? I thought they come out the same day, just later in the day. Does she not do them yeah, until Monday some, now? Sometimes she does, sometimes. But then sometimes she just puts them up and then. Uh, so what you're saying is Shannon is lazier than Eric. Yeah, Eric got him out always. Yep, Eric, Shannon, Eric got him out before he left mm, the studio. Yeah, and now, see, we're doing it on sat on Thursday. It's not live anymore. I probably shouldn't have thrown that out there, but, uh, you know, as soon as this pandemic is over and, oh, 
we may be getting a uh, a vaccine here pretty quick. Did you hear that? Uh, I heard that Pfizer has one that they found to be 90% effective, but they also likened it to the flu vaccine, which only treats certain strands. So they're not sure the overall efficacy of it. Excuse me. Efficacy of it. Keep it 90 degrees below zero to, to transport it. Yeah. It's craziness. Damn, they put that in. Yeah. It's going to freeze you. (laughs) (laughs) You just hit that spot. What the hell did that chunk fall out for? It was frozen. Okay. See, folks, this is an example of any last words or or (laughs) we'll go ahead and wrap it up. See, this is how it works right there. Case in point. Um, Anyhow. Yes. So everybody else, you guys and gals have a wonderful weekend. And we will be back with you on Monday with a full episode where we will talk in depth about robbing and uh, other things that go along with this time of the year. For those of you who don't already have your bees locked down, um, some places up north, uh, like uh, Jacob sent us a picture, uh, they got a bunch of snow and ice, you know, and here just not too long ago, actually, Oklahoma got hammered with a bunch of snow and ice. So winter has already come for most of the northern half of the United States. Um, But for those of you that are kind of in the middle areas or down south, uh, winter is, is not apparently in sight. No. Um, but still you should, you should still go ahead and, and treat it as if it were coming and go ahead and get your hives prepped and everything. So we'll talk about that on Monday's main segment. And until then, everybody be good and be safe. And Ken come up with a B word. That's not good or safe. (laughs) Y'all don't wear your mask into a convenience store and say, Hey, where's your money? Don't do that folks. And also y'all be safe. And be healthy. <laughs> there you and go. Let's be take healthy. Take care of each other. We got to take care say, of each other. I said not be good or be safe. You started with be safe. You fail. Okay, y'all. Y'all be sure to keep the rubber side down and the sunny side up. Give me a hickle. See y'all. <laughs> that later. was that was one of his favorite quotes in that email. <laughs> keep, keep the rubber, the rubber down, side down and the sunny side up. <laughs> and that was unprompted the shiny too. side shiny side the shiny uh, side that's it the shiny side yep that's yep. funny you didn't even see the email and that was one of them on there <laughs> <laughs> all right bye-bye everybody see y'all later family y'all be good this hive jive production was made possible by amazing patrons like you and we appreciate your support to all our hive jive junkies out there you truly are the bee's knees <laughs>